0: Their use, their use. Very different environment than it is today. But anyway, I, I mean, it is a good note. I don't think that there's some sort of racist obstacle in the mind of Republican primary voters. Actually, if you look at the Republican field, even some of those other people on that poll you were mentioning, I mean, Tim Scott, Nikki Tim Haley, Scott,
1: Haley, Haley yeah.
0: you know, go down the list. I mean, there's even others as well, uh, you know, Larry Elder black man's running i mean i think we'll see
2: in order to be a black republican you have to you know in, in politics to be on the stage and you have to talk white supremacist talking points downing your self what reparations you don't need reparations what police brutality there's no police brutality all right you'll even go on to say that you know even downplay Ahmad albury who was you know was not a thief Okay, was not a burglar. That's what you got to do. Ask Candace Owens. But even a black conservative had to check her on Twitter when she said that nonsense. So mentioning black uh, black people in the Republican Party, it, they're just a the placeholder. That's what they are. All right? See, look, I, we got blacks here on the Republican
0: Party. We'll see who ends up succeeding. But I, whoever it is, I don't think it's going to be a racial bias that holds me back. Why should people vote for you? Yeah, so I'm somebody who is coming in as an outsider to the system. And I think in the White House, when it comes to the White House, if we really want to reform a lot of the corruption in government, it is going to take an outsider to get that job done. I'm 37. I'm the first millennial ever to run for president as a Republican. And I think I have a view on our generation of what's going on in the country. where We are all so hungry for a cause, for purpose and meaning and identity. But the things that used to give us that sense of purpose, faith, patriotism, family, hard work, these things are out. And that's why we latch on to fill in the blank. I mean, in conservative circles, a lot of us will point to wokeism, gender ideology, the climate cult, covidism, but you could fill in the blank with depression, anxiety, drug use, suicide. I think these are symptoms of a deeper hunger for purpose and meaning in our country. And so in some ways I'm running as a member of my generation to say that we can fill that void with the things that actually give us real purpose, revive family in America. That's actually a big part of my platform. It's What allowed me to achieve success. My parents gave me a great family foundation. I didn't grow up in money. We're trying to give that to my two kids as well. I want that to be enjoyed by Americans across the country. Belief in the country, national pride. Less than 16% of Gen Z even says they're proud to be an American. I'm not making this one up. This is about a month ago. There was a good survey. 60% of young Americans said that they would sooner give up their right to vote than to give up access to TikTok or other social media. That's a problem. So I think we have a crisis of national pride. Who's fault are, is
1: that, though? That's, a, that's America's fault. That's the it system's is. fault for constantly failing the people.
0: Well, you know, I, I, see it, um, I see it less about We can allocate the blame. We can talk about allocating the blame. I think there's blame to go around. I think it's up to all of us to take a long, hard look in the mirror and ask ourselves, what is that vacuum in our heart? It's an old saying that goes, if there's a hole the size of God in your heart and God does not fill it, something else will instead. I think the same applies for belief in a nation as well. So I think what's going on is we're human beings. What makes us different from animals is that we can believe. We need to believe in something bigger than ourselves. And when we lose God and family and country, we start believing in new false gods instead. That's what's going on in the country. And so I don't know that it's so much a question of fault, but more a question of how do we actually revive our sense of self confidence? Oh, no, it's
2: interesting how they always bring up the Judeo Christian God, but you got the Alphabet within your ranks. Blair White, um, was it a guy named what? David Smith. All right, you got a guy who's in a Alphabet relationship and is adopting a kid. Uh, I don't know. They always try to be so pious, but you just, when you start digging and finding out stuff about them,
1: yeah. Definitely right. a question of thought. I can I, I can
0: absolutely blame white supremacy, 100%. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, uh, say more, and then I'll respond to that.
1: I mean, just look at the history of the country. Like, it's just really just that simple for me. The, 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 the country has never fulfilled its promises of freedom, liberty, and justice for all. It's always been freedom, liberty, and justice for some. And usually that sum is uh, white people.
0: So here's what I would say in response to that.
2: It's interesting he is Indian. And he does. He says all this stuff. Well, what, really? White supremacy? Well, what about your country? Didn't the British like treat you guys like the bottom of their shoe? The only reason why you guys ever got independence was because the British left. You guys didn't fight for your independence. The British had to leave. They left. They just chose to left. You didn't chase them out. They left. And then you guys were. Free.
0: He could say this stuff. Mm -hmm. That is obviously true that the nation has fallen short of our promise since our founding. But walk through some obvious facts about America. We're not founded on an ethnicity or a monarch or a food or even a religion.
2: Who drew up the Constitution of the United States who created the Bill of Rights. The dominant society not being racist against white people these are the facts what's he talking about she does love that we're republicans they try to make us all american but history says a whole different other story
0: we're founded on a set of ideals that brought a group of people together in 1776 and we live by those ideals at least we aspire to those ideals today a nation that aspires to ideals that's not made up of gods but made up of human beings will always fall short of those ideals. So I think our worst hypocrisies as a country, and we have many of them, Mm -hmm. our worst hypocrisies are our best evidence that we have ideals at all. You take a look at other countries. Nobody ever calls the Chinese Communist Party a hypocrite or China a hypocrite or Iran a hypocrite. Why is that? Because they got a dictatorship. And if you try to do that, you may disappear. That's why. Because to be a hypocrite, (laughs) you at least had to have ideals in the first place.
2: But a lot and of and so we're
0: imperfect, but we are about the pursuit of a more perfect union, the pursuit of happiness. So America is about the pursuit. And
2: oh yeah, in China, they you know Chinese businessmen go to Africa and make black women single mothers. But if something happens to a Chinese person, they will you know they will definitely cry. Stop the Asian hate. Nothing against Asians. Just seeing how some Asians roll. <laughs>
0: so I, I think Aren't the trashing ourselves I, I think we oh, are actually I say that
1: is because you know we we never were included in those ideals originally
3: but, originally yeah, but
0: yeah. never not originally are two different things mm-hmm. originally that's true mm-hmm. over 250 years of progress if you had somebody who was in 1870 looking at the world we live in today if you had somebody in 1960 who was looking at the world we live in today as it relates to race in America we would be darn close to what they would have thought of as the promised land
2: they didn't want blacks to ever get rights they wanted blacks to be slaves and their maids and to drag a black woman from her husband and say you're going to be working as my maid and if you dare try to resist you're going to jail that's what they wanted if they were in this time they would have a culture shock and be very upset
0: and frustrated probably want to join a white supremacist group so i think we have to recognize that america is about that pursuit we're a lot further along than we were 250 years ago. We and here's the other thing, too. We got to set our expectations. We will always fall short of our ideals. By definition, if there are human beings and not gods living in a nation that aspires to ideals, we are fallen. Man is fallen. That's what makes us who we are. But what also makes us different from animals is that we have ideals. Mm-hmm. So America's founded on our humanity, that we can believe and aspire to something that we will still fall short of. That's what makes this country beautiful. And that's why it, it, that's why I'm in this. You ask me why am I in this? I care about reviving pride in that nation because if we get in the habit of just bashing that country, what are we bashing? We're bashing the last best hope that man has for aspiring to those ideals.
2: We're living in a country that's supporting literal neo-Nazis, a a country whose government supports neo-Nazis. Ideals, depending on who, who is the one in charge, those ideals are the ones that matter. It's not thinking straight. Wow.
0: Tell me who else has done better. I'll wait. I don't think I'm bashing the country. I think I'm bashing the system. Okay. So.
1: I want to change. I want. I want I okay. Want, I want to change the system.
0: Well, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you
3: on changing the system. What, what brings me into this? And what's your thoughts on some of the people that you're running against, Donald Trump and DeSantis? What are your thoughts on and them and their leadership and what they've done for the country so far? You
0: know, I think everybody's made their respective contributions. I respect some things about what each of them have done. I, I think the Republican Party, I tell this to conservative audiences all the time, <clears throat> obsesses over the question of the who. You know, Ronna McDaniel, she was the chair of the Republican Party versus somebody else or Kevin McCarthy or somebody else or Donald Trump or somebody else. Is a superficial discussion versus actually just taking a step back and the Republican Party does not do this enough? What do we stand for and why do we stand for it? Actually, a lot of my criticisms are also directed at the fact that we define ourselves. When I say we, I'm running— as a Republican but as a party in opposition to something all right, that's what Joe Biden did that's what the radical left does and race gender sexuality climate I'm opposed to these lot of these ideologies of identity but the right falls into the trap of just saying we're not those things and then we'll fight about which biographies win oh I'm actually a bigger and more accomplished person than you and I'm gonna sling mud at you versus asking the question of what do we actually stand for for me it's about individual family nation god you can agree or disagree but at least that's a vision that's different from a vision of identity grounded on race and gender and sexuality and climate and so that's a long way of saying i guess what i see is deficient in the field and you know entire republican field including candidates you mentioned is they're all running from something and i'm in this race because i want us to run to something what is that something a vision of what it means to be american Okay, revive the ideals of 1776, revive the truth, meritocracy, excellence. Here's the thing. I
2: love to be for meritocracy, all right? But we live in a country that is proven time and time again, what you see when people make those comments, what you see when people, when they, you know, make discussions about race, we saw with Ahmed Arbery, how people thought about him, they were like, oh, he was a criminal. He was a criminal. And then when the facts came out, they got they were very bitter about it. I remember one person saying, a white person saying, All right, you got your you got your victory. Can we have peace? In other words, shut up now. That's basically what it was about. Shut up now. We even started with uh, you know, um the Central Park 5. People were saying, Oh, they're guilty, they're guilty, they're guilty of that crime. When you Find out they were not, and Matias Reyes was the one who was guilty of harming that um, Central Park jogger. Did Donald Trump apologize for influencing the, uh, the media at the time, the newspapers, stirring up people to want nothing but to want uh, harm to come to those five boys who were actually innocent? No, he stood by the crooked prosecutor that sent those boys, who are now men, to prison. Linda Fairstein. He stood by her, he didn't apologize. That's why I don't respect these Republicans when they say we're all American, but the facts say otherwise
0: once again. Freedom of speech, rule of law, a radical idea. This is not a Democrat or Republican idea that the people we elect to run the government ought to at least be the ones who actually run the government. That's not the case today. You want to talk about fixing the system you want know, to talk about one of the myths where we fall short of our ideals? We're taught in school that we have three branches of government. They're irrelevant compared to who actually runs the government. It's a fourth branch of government of three-letter agencies in Washington D.C. That is a formula for corruption. Corruption we get. That's that? a system we need to break down. Who those three? Who those? I mean, you could go down the list: SEC, F- FDA, EPA, F. You know, TSA. The thousands. The tens of thousands of government bureaucrats working in Washington D.C. They're the ones who actually make the laws. It's not Congress. And that's a formula. And those people aren't elected. Nobody Mm -hmm. elected them. They're protected by these what are called civil service protections, which means even the president technically, under many people's beliefs, can't fire them. That's the permanent state, what many in the right will call the deep state. I think that's a problem. I think that falls short of our ideals. I think the same FBI, that threatened Martin Luther King with suicide on the back of incorrectly collected tapes is now, committing, you know, I would say, hypocrisy and, and corrupt actions against people of a different political persuasion that the FBI doesn't like today. I just think it's a formula for corruption when you have unelected bureaucrats that are actually setting policy. But that's a detail compared to my point, which is, we need to rev- revive the ideals that the nation was actually founded on and do a better job of aspiring to them.
3: And we have Teslin Figueroa. I'm sure Teslin has some questions. Tes, you
4: good? Yes, ahead. I do. Um, so I, I've heard a lot of, you know, what you think and your vision, and I'm I'm a very practical person, and I want to kind of oppose sure. to talking about your opponents. Let's talk about you for a moment. And let's... All
2: right. Um,
4: hold on one second.
2: Let me just read a few things about uh, Teslin Figaro if you don't know her. She was the founder of the award-winning Teslin Figueroa Communications Group, Teslin Figueroa, a certified Florida Supreme Court, certified civil suit, civil circuit, sorry, and appellate um, conflict resolution mediator and trainer provides communication solutions, political strategy, crisis management, and customized training for America's most influential political, social, and cultural leaders. Teslin is sought after public speaker whose prophetic and powerful messages stir the conscience and inspires listeners across demographics. She's the host of the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on Charlemagne The God's gods, uh, Black Effect podcast network on iHeartRadio, the largest digital radio and music streaming service in America. That's just a short uh, um, bio on her. Let's continue just so you guys know who she is.
4: Let's actually talk about your policy. Um, Explain to me your position on this.
2: Let's show uh, Vivek is a Yale graduate. We're going to see how
0: this turns out. Civic duty voting. Sure. So my position is I think that every kid who graduates from high school should know the minimums about the country that we require an immigrant to know about the country in order to become a citizen. So there's a test my mom had to pass it. every immigrant has to pass it to this country that asks you some basic questions what are the three branches of government what branch of government does the US president lead some basic questions about what is the bill of rights It's like a multiple choice exam or some of them you write in I think that if we're gonna ask immigrants to pass that test as we should I think every 18 year old who graduates from high school should have to pass that as well because young people it goes back to that issue of pride you don't value a country that you don't know something about. You don't value something you inherit. You value something you have a stake in creating, in building, or knowing something about. So so how do we think big about this? Well, young people, as I told you, most of them, very few of them vote, as it stands today, super small numbers, and apparently 60% of them say they would rather give up their right to vote than give up TikTok. Well, I say, all right, let's take that to the next level. How about we do something that raises the voting age from 18 to 25, but you still get to vote at 18 if you just pass that same civics test that an immigrant has.
2: I'm sorry. I've seen Jim Crow vibes here with trying to prevent people from voting, especially in some racist states. I, no, that sucker is for immigrants who want to come to America and they want to be legalized. I just see I just see the tactics here. I see the tactics. Let me know in the comment
0: section if you see the same thing to pass in order to vote. And tests aren't for everybody, so so be it. Then you at least serve in the military or first responder role for six months. That's my civic duty voting proposal. And and, and the, the reason is, I'll actually make a prediction. I think youth voting in this country will skyrocket. After, from a very low level right now, it will skyrocket because you value something you actually have to earn. And I think that this is not a left wing or right wing point. We all have duties as citizens, right? You know, we, we, the right to vote
2: Hmm. as american citizens earning the right to vote
0: yeah all right We we aspire to free market capitalism right materialist advance and that's the life i've lived as well by the way i my parents came to this country with not a lot of money i've lived the american dream i've made a lot of money by building businesses that's one side of what it means to be an american but part of it is we, we also have duties to this country and i think the more we wake that up actually so what, let's let's, yeah. let's prove
3: your point nick
4: I'll... 24 red you do you sure, know the three branches
1: executive
4: well that, well i got a test i got a so test saying, i would it's... i would like to see if you're willing to pass um, because i believe in, just as you believe in <laughs> civic engagement I, I believe in changing the ideas of what political opponents should look like. What, should, what they should look like are political candidates. Uh, are you willing to take a test with me quickly? Because I just have a couple of questions for you.
0: I will um, so, absolutely. So just and, I, and the way so just, this is opening up, I have a feeling I'm about to fail it. But that's good. Let's let's do it. That's that's right. Yeah. <laughs>
4: um, so uh, just for clarity, I am independent. And I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Cool. I think that's important for the premise of the argument, because I know you did a lot of debating at, at Harvard. Uh, it's also I also want to make it clear these are the same questions that I asked uh, liberal Democrat Marianne Williamson. So I want to make sure that we put that out there as well, just Fair to enough. kind of set the foundation. I'm for the open test. to
0: being humbled. Let's do this.
4: Okay, great. Let's go. Um, so you mentioned, uh, you know, the pride of being an American and how important it is uh, to have So you've been sitting around in the country that my ancestors built for about 20 years. Uh, your parents came over as immigrants, brought you over. You made millions, uh, according to your uh, resume, off of this country. And you have absolutely not been involved in civics. One, not voting. And two, let me just ask, because I know you mentioned earlier. You
2: Why on earth should you have no experience in public service, yet you want to be the leader of the free world?
4: Here we go don't want to sit around at the debate and talk about accomplishments, let's make the accomplishments pretty simple. In high school, were you ever a class president or take any leadership role? Because your opponent did, Chris
0: Christie, he was the class president. So yeah, have you ever I taken mean, I,
4: any I, leadership at all on anything? I have,
0: or just, can, can I just correct a couple factual things sure. uh, that are kind uh-huh. of important? My parents didn't bring me over to the country. I okay, was born in this country, and you. I'm proud no, of that. that no, that's, I know you were born here in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I you know you mentioned my parents, I'm saying your brought, parents were
4: immigrants. You said, my I, apologies. that's
0: you know, all right. You said your parents brought you over to this country. I thought yeah, I my would apologies. Set that record straight. I mean, they were
4: immigrants, but let's they not go immigrants. down the water oh, hole. No,
0: no, no. We're not going to water. I just want to correct a couple facts, and then the other thing yeah, is, you were
4: born here in Ohio. I was correct. born. In,
0: I was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's right.
4: Right. So yeah. you've been here your entire life. So the question is. Did you take any leadership role in middle school, high school, class president?
0: I did. Uh, yeah. I know you played yeah. tennis. What? What is it? Explain it to Student us. Student council. But, you know, I, I think that this is the, yes, I have I've held leadership roles over my life, but those don't qualify me to do what I'm doing now. You know, That's it kind of does. Okay, well, well, it kind of
4: does. Well, let me, well, I'm giving the test. I'm the test administrator. Okay, right, there you go. So it kind of does because when.
0: Yeah. I mean, come
2: on now. You you have to have some sort of ability to serve. You have to have a record. You have to have a, a, a record proving that you can serve in government you can be a leader if you choose to be you know if someone chooses you and you don't have any leadership skills it's a catastrophe have you tried to be under somebody work for somebody and they have no experience do you know what that's like okay imagine them running a the country
4: when you go from saying, but, I want to go to the highest office and I'll tell you
0: I've led companies as well, is the other leader. Right, the, well, the main leadership right, but, role I've played is, is and, and I, want to, I want to talk about one early part of your premise that I also want to say, mm-hmm. bring it to the country point, the other point, you, you use the word sitting around. You know, I, I'm not somebody who's saying, I've, I, I want the next generation, my kids' generation, to have more civic duties when they graduate from high school and college than I did when I did. That being said, I wasn't sitting around. I've developed medicines, five of which are FDA approved products today, one of mm-hmm. which is a life saving therapy in kids, 20 of whom die by the age of three if they're not treated, 70% of whom now live lives of a normal duration. Another one for prostate cancer. So I, I don't apologize well, for me, making sir. contributions. Mm-hmm. But- right. Well, I don't
4: want you to filibuster yeah. that no um, because Just that's not, not the sit- question yeah. that I asked. And I don't consider as a veteran, I'm talking about service. I'm not talking about what you did. With-
2: exactly. Good. You kept him on his toes. What? is the answer, have you served? Nope, it's great that you created drugs to help people, but have you served? All I'm saying, all I'm hearing is like, I have done, you know, I have done things for my own benefit, that's all I'm hearing. For Services.
4: profit, I'm not talking about what you what you paid people to do with yeah. your company. So not I'm not served, talking about not served the country because in that means the way you nothing have. to me. You do, you do what I'm talking, when I'm able
3: to ask a question. She's been trying to ask for a question, yeah. and she you've been talking over. Her I'm and all we, ears. We, we gave you the platform to let you
2: exactly, exactly. Because these people, they know what they're doing. They snakes. They know what they're doing. These politicians, Republican, Democrat. You gotta, you know, gotta, you know, fight over them when it comes to your words. Make sure you no, 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 you're not talking. over me. answer the question. Answer the direct.
0: Question.
3: You I'm, all yeah. I'm all ears. No, See, no, I was, I was yeah, just yeah, correcting a couple facts. That's hasn't had a facts, chance to ask a question yet. Yeah, every Go time ahead, she tried ahead, to ask, the the ask a question, you've been cutting her off. Ahead, I'm it. all ears.
4: Right. So your question. So my question again is: You're trying to your your goal is to raise the standard, and you're saying you want people to believe in country and you want people to have civic engagement. Yeah. And sir, I just find it very telling that you haven't had any civic engagement at all and haven't been at all. And when I say sit around, I don't mean you haven't done anything. I'm talking about in regards to service. Because one thing about political office, the same way that you want to change how people look at uh, politics and look at this country, I want to change how people look at politicians. And when I see that someone hasn't did anything at all to be of service to mankind, to take a leadership role. It's not good enough to just be on city, city, uh, student council, where you a leader, all of that applies. Have you been able to get anybody in the room at any time from a high school gymnasium to Ohio, uh, Republican leadership there to now, have you been able to get anybody in a room to believe in this vision? I don't agree with a lot of your vision statement, but I do know you've been going around having these discussions and getting everybody emotionally worked up to talk about vision and debate, but I wanna get to the practical. You're trying to go from preschool to, to president of the United States. You're skipping over city council, county council, mayor, governor. You want to go straight to the top. So my question, is this a PR? Is this for the PR, the perception of reality or have you, can you point to any leadership where you've been able to get people to believe in what you're talking about that they're not paid to do on any of these vision statements that you have?
2: See, my thing is this, right? Um, my, my personal opinion is if you want to be president, You have to have served in government. You have to have, like, you served as a police officer. You were a leader, okay? You led people. It's not that I was a police officer for such and such. No, have you led people? Have you led people under your command? Can you put trust? Have you done things for other people's sake? Not your own sake to get a nice, uh, cushy job at the office. Have you implemented laws? Have you tried to make policies, okay? How, how would you, have you led, a, you know what I mean? Like you've led people to battle, not just, you know, like war, but you've led people, you know, for benefit of them, okay? What struggles have you had to overcome? And you've had people in the trenches that they trusted you and they made it through, they saw it through, okay? Because you want to be a president, your lives are in your hands. Or if you wanna be a leader of a corporation, people's jobs are in your hands, the company's in your hands. You have people's paychecks in your hands. The company could sink if you're not the right leader for the job. Okay? And personally, what I think if you you know, you know wanna be a president, you have to know that you have to, I, I really do think, yes, being in the military, you served, you went to battle, you, you know, you've led commands you have gave commands you've stood up to adversity you've stood up the people that wanted to mutiny against you you a whole bunch of things okay and also you you've known as like to take a life okay because presidents some they sometimes they have to go to war all right
4: If not, then to me it's just it's a mute point because you're you're telling you're holding a standard that you haven't met
0: yourself. So if you're only gonna count government service you're absolutely no, not government right. service. Okay.
4: Student council in the eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth. Were you yep. a leader? Did you Did you do anything to rally anybody? Did you fight for better lunch? I did in the sixth grade with Miss Harris. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about government. I can go all the way back from the fifth grade every every year, sir. Because people who are in service to this country, mm-hmm. if you're going to go around saying you want people to believe in this country that I signed up to mm-hmm. die for, then I want to make sure that you're holding that same standard. So, not government, not political. Let's not get it confused. Yeah. I'm saying, have you did anything of service that we can point to to say he is a good leader like Chris and I'm not even a fan of Chris Christie but he was the student council president in high school so have you done anything of service besides yourself that has not benefited yourself it's just a simple question
0: so I the acts of service that I have performed are small so small that I don't even want to talk about them to boast but yes have I volunteered for this country yes I have I've always so, been like, interested well, let's in health care. It. It's okay to but talk about the the north, I mean, I These are matters. small things, right? But thank you. Oh well, just, yeah. Let's just so, mention so, so, so it. Bethesda really, North Hospital. So, so really a no? No, it's not a no. It's just something I don't like boasting about. I, I well, we're not boasting. We're, yeah, it's not an I interview. We're boasting
4: we on your vision Directly. and everything Look, else. I think, I think you, you boasted you on the millions of dollars that you made. So let's just throw it out. So in 6th grade, I'll give you an example. I'll help.
2: Hey, it was big. Like I said, big mouth. When it comes to these hot questions, all of a sudden he... They want to talk a little, no loud. But the, the bass in his voice went down. Wonder why.
4: Yeah. In sixth grade, Miss hey, uh, Harris was slapped. Let me give you an example because maybe you're confused. In the sixth grade, Miss Harris was snatching papers from everybody in the classroom. So me as a 10-year-old, I went to the principal and said, I'm tired of Miss Harris snatching papers. And I organized the students around getting Miss Harris to stop snatching papers. Now, there was a consequence for that. I got uh, suspended for five days for talking back. And I got in trouble. I got a spanking. And I was on punishment for months and months. But that is a simple way of organizing people. So I want you to kind of boast about it the way you did the millions of dollars and said, Would you did with the drug, uh, the pharmaceutical companies. What leadership can you point to that you've been able to rally anybody around anything that is of service that you did not pay anybody to do? I think that's important for the next president of the United States.
0: Sure. So, I've always been drawn to healthcare. That's why I ended up founding companies in that space. When I was in high school, part of what drew me into it was Mm -hmm. that I was a volunteer at a local hospital. I actually Mm -hmm. became the leader of that group of volunteers that actually discharged women who had recently given birth. That was it. Nothing big to it. To
4: stand, did you do anything we can point to to stand out? But, but, I, want, but makes, I
0: want to say something about that because I say that in the book. If I'm being really honest, why did I do that in high school? A part of the motivation, I'll be just brutally honest with you, was part of the motivation was that's actually what allows you to get into a good college when you graduate. so it was service. about you. So, so it there was, was Helen, about so, so that And I'm admitting that in a way that very few other people do, but i got to be honest about it. That was a big part of why I did it. Yeah, yeah, it graduate, was about self, and I'm
4: going to be honest, and, and, and I'm going to give it back to the if, guys. If I'm can... going to be honest about it with you. Yep. Leadership is not about self. I agree so with you on that. What I just heard is that everything is about you, and to be honest with you, this is just a PR campaign, sir, to be honest with you, and I think you're move, You're trying to go further to the right because you want the Republicans to accept you as a, as a man of color, and I think the <laughs> only way... You- basically, basically, that's how it is. You have, you're a Republican, you
2: have to... Gotta you gotta talk whatever they want you to talk. You are puppet. All right. Hand up the backside. You have to let them say whatever they want you to say. Through you, you gotta say whatever that will please them. Same thing with the Democrat. You gotta say whatever they want you to say in order to get ahead. Far left, things that you wouldn't dare. would say under normal circumstances. But you're saying it because you want power and you want leverage at the cost of your own integrity and your own self-being. And like I said, I think this is a PR stunt. Exactly. I don't even think he's gonna win.
4: You think you can do that? But
2: he'll get a he'll get a nice position within the Republican Party.
4: Is to be so extreme. I, I appreciate uh, with, your your, with your positions, and I think you need to do a little bit more work and in, in service. I'll give it back to hey, let guys. Me, you. Let me mail the you, test. By the way, because she did
0: ask me a question, uh. and then uh, and then you guys said you wanted to hear a response, but I think I heard an expression of opinion. So just, okay. I want to make sure you're all done sure. before I respond to it. No, you just understand? wanted
4: to say that even then, I would still want you to point out, even at the yeah. hospital, something that you did that, that made you stand out on when actually taking a leadership role. But you, you already answered it. You said it, you did it because it was a motivation to get in college. Exactly. Which and, means and it and was I'm about you. And I'm very honest
0: about that. But, no, but everything's
4: I'm, about, so everything has been about you. So t- as let a veteran, let let as me tell a veteran, you something. I it's very this. hard for me to follow leaders that, that make everything about them. So you might want to work on that because it's a lot of re- veterans and Republicans, so you might want to work on that on that talking point and maybe do some volunteering while you're on the campaign trail i'm going to give it back to um charlemagne and envy yeah
0: i it, it, once i want to be respectful want to make sure you got everything you wanted to on the table before right. i before well, i, I respond that. I,
2: it, it, this you know the republicans <clears throat> after this went out you had people who are republicans that are trying to say that oh he defeated a race beater he destroyed her i don't see that but once again if you want those little biscuits. You have to say what they want you to say. It's slavery. It's just there's no chains around you except the chains you want on yourself if you join either side. And this one, you've seen it right here.
4: This was just us. We, okay. be a lot more you on guys the table. tell me I'm, I'm the guest okay. on your show. You tell me when, when I'm good to speak. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead.
0: You sure? Mm-hmm. You sure about that? For, for good. Yeah, we sure. So I think there's a different worldview that we have. And I think the worldview is how one actually makes contributions in a country. I do not believe that there's a separate category of just if you're serving the country and then if you're acting in self-interest, that that's somehow sinful or wrong. I reject that vision. To the contrary, I think capitalism is the best system known to man to lift people up from poverty. I deeply respect and I thank you for your service to this country. I'm grateful for it. I haven't served the. I will say, with capitalism, it does provide your way out,
2: as in, con- but as in contrast to socialism, which doesn't. It says we as a group are going to make it, when in reality is just, you know, that's not how it works. Okay, they just feed you crumbs, and a lot of people have died under socialism. Okay, didn't work well in Russia. Didn't work well with Stalin or Lenin. Okay. Capitalism gives you a way out. That's what I agree with. It gives you a way out to work for yourself and to provide for others. Okay. Whereas with, with the Democrats want to try and give you, well, what about the group? Everybody don't want to listen to orders. Okay. Everybody don't want to follow instructions. Everybody doesn't want to be on the team. Everybody can't come to the promised land. It's basically it. Okay. Democrat side, they will say, we all can make it, but we're still gonna keep the things that cause chaos, like Planned Parenthood, abortion, uh, feminism,
0: alphabet mafia, yeah. The country in the way that you have. But I think that the way you get ahead in capitalism how did I develop a I multi-billion people, dollar biotech company? It was by developing medicines that save poverty, people's right? lives. A lot of What's people say capitalism causes problems. Yeah, I disagree right? with that. Okay. I disagree with that. I think that capitalism demands that you provide something to someone that helps them more than you're actually charging them for it. That's the only way. <laughs> that's the a business and true model, sir. Get, that's it not is a service. Model. It's not, I'm not that's saying That's not
4: service. I'm <laughs> saying it's but having see, an impact on uh, society. an elected official is service. That's the distinction right. so that you right. so didn't now I'm you.
0: moving on to now I'm moving on to the phases of our lives where we do different things. Well, you're been, moving
4: straight all the way up to President of the United States. You know, I don't Let's view it as a hierarchy.
0: First. I don't view it as a hierarchy. I don't believe in hierarchies. The hierarchy well, that, is the well, way the bureaucracy works. I don't believe in So we have a difference in opinion. you also
4: don't believe in service and that's where we're having a disagreement.
0: How does he not
2: believe in hierarchy when he's in charge of a biotech company? You are the boss. Okay. Does the guard that you meet at the front door have a say what you do with your company? No.
0: I agree with you on that. You know, I just I,
1: disagree with you on that. I do I do think it's I think it's whack that you're proposing to revoke voting rights uh for 18 to 24 year olds unless they meet certain qualifications, but you never exercised your rights well, sh-
2: we'll show- so sh- most young people don't is the whole point he never that's that's a good point you want to restrict voting rights but you never exercise your own <laughs>
0: So, Charlamagne, let me ask you a question, do you you think the most...
1: The largest voter turnouts have been over the last couple of elections,
0: last few elections. They still voted at a very low rate, but let me ask you a question. What do you think about high school students being required to pass the civics test? What's your perspective on that? The one that you proposed? The one that every immigrant has to pass in order to enter the country. If every high school student has to pass that before they graduate, what's your take on that? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Okay, good. Now, let me tell you something about the law as it exists today. Men in this country, not women, but men are required by law to register with the Selective Service age 18 to 25. That's the the draft. We don't have a draft but men have to register. If you don't, they put Mm -hmm. you in prison. At least they can. It's a criminal offense if you don't. My view is I would decriminalize that. I don't like the government telling you what you can and cannot do. That's not the American way. But if you want to enjoy the civic privilege of voting, then I think it is perfectly legitimate to say you have to at least know something about the country or have served that country, one or the other. Absolutely. I think that what's what do we actually care about? Right? What do we I mean, you, we can do the personal well, attack thing. Is, we care is, about, not the, personal country. We care about the, the country. We care about the country. Voting is the cornerstone of democracy.
2: Yeah. Cornerstone that of democracy. I have well, He yeah, Excuse- is unqualified to be president. Unqualified.
0: All right. Yeah, that's right I, and, and and you know here's the thing here's the thing is different sir, is, yep. sir
4: excuse me because because this is important we have to pause it this is not a personal attack that's okay this is this is this is you and i know and i know that as a republican you are certainly not su-
2: oh yeah and they were saying that you know they attacked him they attacked him no he went in there unprepared and he thought this was gonna be easy because they're all black yeah that's why he thought he came in here like this he thought going to be easy that they're going to be dumb he thought they could be easily insulted without actually insulting them their intelligence that they could say all that nonsense and there would be no pushback i would say this is the male version of pearly things
4: off oh, so this is not a personal attack yeah this I'm is okay asking with the about too. this is about asking about your background and how it correlates how it's relevant to saying you're going to serve this country because president is actually So I have been an
0: open book the in the last three no, years. Yeah, I know, Absolutely. and I'm going page
4: by page. And I'm it's saying not an that attack. I have not. I, I'm going to let you finish, yep. but I want to be clear, it's not an attack okay. because you've been an open book, but that totally. doesn't mean I have to like what's on the page. That's fair But enough. it's not an attack, I'm just reading the book. Yep. And so when, when I hear somebody say you need to get to uh, either pass this test or do some type of service to the country and I spend hours looking you were in the um, uh, Phi Beta Kappa Uh, did you have a leadership role in college the honor roll when somebody said service as the standard and they've done no service except to themselves that's a fair question. It's a question, That's and a you just question. so I've ask been the on. The, I mean, look, so I was on high school.
0: I, I was on high school student council. Yes, absolutely.
4: Were you a leader? Did you? Were you a leader?
0: I was a vice president of my high school student council. Absolutely, I was okay. the president okay, of the National great. Honor Society i can i can go down the list it's just that uh, that's what not... i was asking you to do absolutely. Go down absolutely i was i was a president of the national honor society i was the vice president of my student council i was a lead amongst the volunteers at the hospital where i served growing up i was actually a leader in volunteer research over the summers from my senior but year all of
4: that but you already admitted all of that was to get into college not but, go ahead. It.
0: But, I, but, but i am admitting it i think that i know that's Im- self-service though i just want understand that, the difference of between of self service and, the, and service. i think and i think the reality is and i think we just all have to be more honest when we many do. high school students are serving today, not all of them, but I think let's smoke it out. I don't like that structure where we actually I and I don't service like the structure, with self-interest. And so, I don't
4: like the structure of somebody saying somebody need to give service as a veteran. I don't like the structure of somebody going fair, to the highest office of the land and have not served anybody at any time unless it was self-serving. So this is where we just have two different ideologies. And, and I know your, your goal here's is to come here and get into Here's you know, I know, That's why let me, got different sh- <sighs>
2: teslin has more qualifications to be president than he does and she's not even running she's a veteran <clears throat> probably from a rough upbringing made something of herself and she's beating the crap out of a out of a yale graduate publicans gotta
0: hold this hot flaming l
2: right now two guys you
3: gotta leave in five minutes i know i'll let them wrap up let me
0: just say one thing is you don't here's my vision of the run for presidency and this is why i say i'm an open book is my job is to make sure people in this country know who i am and what i stand for and i think that no very few politicians on either party actually get that job done so what i say is i'm an open book about who i am and what i stand for whether the people of this country want to vote for me that's their question not mine that's their job to determine not mine and you're free not to vote for me i expect you won't and that's okay but i'm doing my job in this in the three books i've written over the last year in the conversation i'm having with you guys being far more honest than any politician that i know in the last 10 years in this country and i think when i say we want to fix corruption you don't know what the first step is the first step is actually people being honest
2: so you guys know me you're not gonna get that in this type of political system politics Politics, I hate to say it, it's about lying.
0: You know what I stand for. I haven't hit back on that. Do the people in this country, country want to vote for it? That's their choice. Do you want to unite the country? I do want to unite the country.
1: So why is like one of your
0: marquee campaign proposals making sure black people can no longer benefit from affirmative action? See, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's actually been a disastrous experiment.
2: Here's the thing about affirmative action. Without affirmative action,
0: um, you wouldn't be able
2: to get hired without affirmative action, your boss could really treat you like crap. I understand that there have been cases, a lot of cases of horrible things, but that was put in there, okay, for you as a black person, as an Indian person, as an Asian person, as a non-white period, to be able to be treated fairly in the in the workplace. You take that out and they could fire you for anything. Downgrade you, they could do things like that, and a lot of blacks are just happy for this, especially on the Republican side. Which is, (laughs) I'm sorry, I mean, your brain should be kicking in and be like, Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. These people are really all right. The grift train got to stop right now. I got to think for myself, these people are going to put minorities especially people in my family, possibly my wife or my kids, at a real severe disadvantage, because I know, you know, I live in a white supremacist society. I have freedom in this country, but that white supremacy will kick in on me. And this will protect, this affirmative action protects me and people before me who are non-white with their jobs. Okay? Okay. So, th- the, like I said, these Republicans are banking on the, mi- on the minorities being totally stupid and by their nonsense about we're all Americans, that we should live in a meritocracy knowing that the majority of the Republican Party is white. Okay. And the higher ups are those boomers. That if they could, they would have blacks back in chains and working as maids or doing any any type of thing they sick minds desire, okay? And they're trying to spew this crap to people, non-whites, to get them to try to believe that, I don't even understand, I, I mean, after you voted for Bush, you voted for Obama, you should know how these sides work. You should know that These people don't mean you any good. And if they could, they would put you back in chains. And they're trying to do that. They really are trying to do that. Okay? Some states, they brought back Jim Crow in the South.
0: Over the last 60 years. I've seen the impact that it's had unlike a lot of other executives I've had senior executives in my company who happen to be black, senior executives in my campaign who Mm -hmm. happen to be black. I actually went to a majority or close to majority black school first through eighth grade. There isn't a single one of those black kids or black colleagues that could not have achieved everything I have in my life. I firmly believe that to be true and I have seen the unfair discrimination behind closed doors, the things that people will say behind closed doors about somebody who would have had that position anyway but was unfairly tarred with the taint of saying they got it because of a race-based quota system we live in a race-based society
2: what do you think as long as he's capable to do the job and he has the credentials and the past experience to prove that he's qualified all right he made it oh your affirmative action why do you think look at the country's history why do you think why do you think it needed for affirmative action Honestly, look, take a look at history. What he could have done is like, listen, we live in a racist society and this is why we have to have affirmative action. Don't come here with this nonsense We're all American when history says a different thing. But I bet you didn't say that because he's probably too much of a coward when it comes to those type of conversations. You can't do that because you're a coward. After all, the British didn't treat you guys well, all right?
0: And if the British didn't leave, you still will be under white supremacy. I think that's unjust to everyone across the board. And I think the right way to do this is actually ensure equality of opportunity, educational access at an early age, which by the way, we don't have in this country, starting at an actual young age. How about doing that in a way that's agnostic to race? That way we prevent seeing one another on the basis of a color of our skin But we actually solve the real inequalities that we have when it starts with inequality of opportunity, starting with education.
2: They want to not see race. They play these games, okay? because they got things set up. These people. They really think people are blind. Unfortunately, a lot of people are going to be blind to this. A lot of blacks are going to be blind and believe this nonsense. You don't see race. That means you could do things and then hide, but, oh, I'm not racist. Oh, you know, I, was, I mean, yeah, you earned a job, you're qualified, but you know This other guy was qualified for it too, you know, and we picked him because there's no affirmative action to keep these racist people in check. That's why it's there for, so they can't play these games. And he's just being a puppet to dismantle it.
0: So my view is I think my approach is actually going to be more successful in lifting up more black Americans than have been the Lyndon Johnson approach of actually using race based quota systems. So
1: the Supreme Court does rule on uh, affirmative action and they do ban it. Who do you feel it benefits versus who it hurts?
0: I think that it helps everyone if they end race based affirmative action in college admissions. I think it will literally help everyone.
2: What about those legacy um, positions? You know, if you're white and you don't have the gpa to get into those schools but your dad could just who's rich could just you know bribe one of the administrators to let you in what about that you're not talking about that because we all know who runs the Democratic, the republican party you're not going to talk about that because you are a slave I mean, that's what not, they let them in here because they don't have they don't have much numbers sometimes as puppets <clears throat> They need puppets. Okay. And they let him in because he got the he got the complexion. That they'll tolerate. Model minority.
0: In different ways because it restores merit in the United States. Are we perfect in ensuring equality of opportunity? No, we're not. The fact that kids are trapped by the zip code in which they're born determining where they go to school is a problem which is why I favor universal school choice in this country, which has actually done more to help black Americans than has any affirmative action program. What's your thoughts on people saying that you got Don Lemon fired? I think that the New York Times reported that. I had an open debate with Don Lemon. What CNN wanted to do with that is their choice. My view is, though, we need to start saying in public the things that people are otherwise saying in private. There's a gap right now in the country.
2: So you want people to just say racial slurs in public you want to bring it back to the 1940s and 50s yeah you you want that yeah that's that's what you want that's what your overlords are telling you to do yeah bring it back to the good old days we're all american you're american but i want to say slurs to you i want to treat you bad i want to push you and bother you and put a person that is of my color skin over your black self because i want to be superior in the way I feel, uh, you know what? I wonder if he, they could ever ask him what does What does Amer- make America great again mean? What does that mean? I mean, if he wants to have people say what they say in private, okay. Why don't you tell us what the republic, what your fellow white counterparts say about blacks in private? Say what they say to us. Tell us what they've told you about blacks in public and give us names i bet you he won't do that
0: let's admit it democrat republican it doesn't matter
1: because a lot of people in your party gonna start saying nigga out loud
0: i don't think so actually and i would certainly hope not i would condemn it if. all
2: right uh, you know what that's it that that's it man that that's it i'm just gonna go into the article now because ah oh, man he, the gaslighting is unreal just yeah. unreal man Okay, here we go, all right. GOP presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy was put to the test by hosts of The Breakfast Club who grilled the 2024 candidate contender on his qualifications to be president. Ramaswamy, a biopic entrepreneur turned presidential hopeful, has always had one lingering question following his campaign, what qualifies him to be president with minimal political experience? The same question was, top of mind for Charlemagne Dada, DJ Envy, and Teslin Figueroa during their, at times, contentious interview with Raswami on Friday. Figueroa kicked off the question, noting that she's a veteran of the US Air Force and wanted to see what kind of civic duty Raswami had accomplished that would prepare him for potentially becoming president. At the beginning of their conversation, it was noted that Raswami, who is currently 37 years old and not even voted until 2020, a fact Figueroa regarded as sitting around, aside from listing student council as a previous leadership role, he said, I've held leadership roles over my life, but those don't qualify me to do what I'm going, what I'm doing now. It kind of does, Figueroa replied. Rashwami also pointed out that he's led various companies. He corrected Figueroa's statement that he was sitting around during the years, not participating in the voting process. I was sitting around, I've developed medicines, five of which which are FDA approved products today. One of which is a life saving therapy in kids. Another one for prostate cancer where Swami said, I don't apologize for making contributions. I don't want you to filibuster because that's not the question that I asked. And I don't consider it as a veteran, I'm talking about service. I'm not talking about what you did for profit, Figueroa said, exactly. Well, Sor-Sami and Figueroa began talking over each other until Envy stepped in and to allow Figueroa to ask her a question yet again. You want people to believe in a country. You want people to have civic engagement. I f- just find it telling that you haven't had any civic, civic engagement at all, Figueroa noted, specifying that she was talking about service. I want to change how people look at politicians. And when I see that someone hasn't did anything at all to be of service to mankind to take a leadership role, it's not good enough to just be on student council. Were you a leader? All of that applies, she added. Pretty much. Figueroa noted that he, her, in her opinion, Roswell was trying to go from preschool to President of the United States. Have you done anything of service besides yourself for yourself? That has not benefited yourself. It's just a simple question, Figueroa said. The act of service that I have performed are small, so small that I don't even want to talk about them boast but yes i have volunteered for this country yes i have raswami replied. the host reassured him that it was not boasting but in fact the entire point of the interview Rosswami said that he volunteered in the local high hospital in the high school if i'm being really honest why did i do that in high school a part of the motivation i'll be just brutally honest with you was that actually what's allowed what allows you to get into good college when you graduate, when well, I'm sorry. say, oh, right, you were doing it for yourself. You didn't do it for the service of others. You did this for yourself. She's saying what, she's asking, I'm sorry, what have you done that you did not have a personal gain? Nothing personal to gain. What have you done for others? That's it. So it was about you. So it was about yourself, Figaro your said, baffled. fool. All right, yeah. I mean, the guy got roasted and rightfully so but tell me what you think in the comments all right let me know like share comment subscribe later